the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. Welcome back to episode four of the Influencer Series. I hope you guys are loving this as much as I've loved doing the interviews. I've been learning so much from all of these babes. Today I have Brooke Webb joining me, aka KB Styled, and she talks all about growing your brand, staying true to your brand, also being vulnerable. She's been blogging lately about real things, and she says being true to yourself and authentic is so key, and just don't be so hard on yourself. Don't feel like you have to reach perfection is her advice, and I just love Brooke so much. So I know you're going to love this interview. She is a mother of two. She also has a badass job, like some bank position. (laughs) She's like a major bigwig at a bank and also a major blogger. She has two full-time jobs. Brooke is incredible. I love her so much. Y'all get excited. Here she is, Brooke Webb. Okay, I'm here with Brooke Webb, <laughs> KB Styled, otherwise known as KB Styled. Yes, ma'am. I figured that out by paying you Venmo that the K is Kristen. Yes. Yeah, I always get that question. No one seems to know what the K stands for and why I don't go by that name, actually. <laughs> why don't you go by Kristen? I, I love know. Brooke. Yeah, I don't know. My my parents just named me Kristen Brooke, and I, after... So the Brooke is after Brooke Shields, and they like the ring of Kristen Brooke. So back in the day when I was born, Brooke Shields was, you know, the, the queen. Ba- she was the queen. She was in all the movies, and everyone loved her. So they wanted to name me after Brooke, and they didn't like Brooke Kristen. They like Kristen Brooke. So that's what happened. You look like Brooke Shields. You think so? Yes. Oh, such a compliment. Well, <laughs> Thank okay, you. I always think people live into their names. So yeah. that's case in point. And you got mad fashion style. So, Thank I you. mean, totally, this is fitting. Thank you. A little secret backstory. A little secret backstory. Now everyone knows. So we are, I'm in the middle of this influencer season series. Yes. Influencer season of life and influencer series on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Because lucky me, I fell into this group of girls. I don't, I don't even know. I didn't know what an influencer was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or how to even do this. Because there's this whole social media thing happening where you can truly have a huge fan base, a whole business, yeah, based on your style, mm-hmm. what you blog about, your influence. Mm-hmm. So you have tons of followers. You have an incredible <laughs> blog. How Thanks. did you get into blogging and how did you get into style and making yeah. it a business for yourself? It's such an, for me, it's an interesting backstory because when I graduated college, I didn't go to school for anything fashion oriented, nothing, you know, any, anywhere in that realm. I actually went to school to be a veterinarian. <laughs> didn't stick with that clearly. <laughs> here, here we are today. I still love animals, but I'm not doing anything <laughs> with that. Um, but I graduated and I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. And at the time, my sister was working for a women's apparel company. Okay. It's a small company in North Carolina, not small in North Carolina, bigger in North Carolina, but anyway, um, I applied and got a job with them. So I was allocating merchandise. You know, I was receiving the merchandise in the buyer who purchases the merchandise for a certain division. It comes in, I'm looking at it, I'm determining what stores receive it. So I started allocating merchandise in my first job out of school. And I've always had a love for fashion. So people would always come up to me and say, friends, you know, or family, where did you get that? What would you recommend for this? How should I style this? So I was constantly giving that fashion advice. You know, people turned to me for that. Um, So the combination of the two between working in the women's apparel industry after college and then my personal passion Years later, you know, here this comes, this they whole collided. blog thing. They collided. Yeah, so in two like, worlds. one day you're like, I'm just going to start a blog. Well, it was a little more than that. I mean, essentially, my best friend um, out of, well, she's in South Carolina now, but at the time was living elsewhere. She's in South Carolina. She's a blogger, and she was doing mostly food stuff, and she wanted to incorporate style a little bit herself. So she said, why don't you, you know, dabble in this and maybe do a couple of style posts for me, which I did. Okay. And it was received really well. Um, And then eventually more and more requests started coming to her like, oh, we would love to collaborate with you on this. And she was like, well, I'm not the stylist. I am. She kind of started handing it off to you a little bit. She did. And then it got to the point where she was like, you know what, maybe you should really think about starting your own own website where you can house everything. Collaborations can come to you. Just a little bit. So yes. It's kind of just yeah. like a natural thing that yeah. happened. 
Yeah, it was totally natural. It was, I mean, I was dabbling in Instagram before I started the blog. So obviously I knew on Instagram that there was a market for it. I could see that. And I was following other bloggers at the time and I was watching what they were doing and learning a little bit through that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, contributing to my friend's blog gave me a better understanding of what a blog was and the behind the scenes of what goes into that content creation. So you, you know, you put the Instagram activity that I was doing together and then and the dabbling on her blog together and it just resulted in hey it's my time <laughs> here's so, Kimmy Styled. tell me about the behind the scenes stuff because that is yeah. what I have found so fascinating learning about all this is yeah. the world like the financial world you can make a lot of money with brand partnerships with this the yeah. way posting goes but how does it work to actually learn how to make money as a blogger I mean, for me in the very beginning, there wasn't a lot of money to be made. (laughs) I mean, nobody makes money, I don't think, doing this out of the get go. You kind of start with trades, I feel like. Yes. It's totally what it is. Yes. So So you're. How does it start from the trades to actual making money? Well, I think you get to a certain level where you have a certain amount of followers, you have a certain amount of traffic to your blog space. Um, The content, obviously, is very important. So the quality of your content. Um, obviously is a reflection of you and the material that you put out there to the world to see. Mm -hmm. So if brands are saying, okay, she's now at X amount of followers, you know, her analytics show this, we really think her content's beautiful. Let's offer her money instead of just here's a free gift in exchange for a post. Um, so in the beginning I was a yes woman. I said yes to everything. I did everything. It's I so mean, funny. all of the bloggers I've interviewed are the same. same. Like yeah. in the beginning you just have to, cause it's awesome. Yes. Well, and it might result in the brand reposting you or, you know, putting you in their newsletter or on their website or something of and that nature. More eyeballs on you. On you. That's right. right. That so helps you grow. Mm-hmm. Yes. So in the beginning I was yes, 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 yes. And then I got to the point where I'm like, I am burning myself out and I'm really working hard to, because I've always worked with a professional photographer. So that was out of pocket. Yep. That's always been an expense of mine. And I was creating this beautiful content and the stuff started piling up. Like I don't need another X or I don't need any more of this or, you know, it's just coming in so fast. Like with even like makeup and hair products and stuff, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, someone would give you a set of this type of hairspray, but you already have like 17 bottles of other stuff. So it's like, why you don't want to post about that again? That's right. Well, and not only, I mean, you have to, obviously the gifts are always appreciated, right. you know, that's something I'm always super appreciative of, but at the same time it can become too much. Like, yes. what do you do with all of that stuff? <laughs> you can only post about, you know, so many makeup items, like you said, or so many hair care products, or you only need so many pairs of jeans. I don't yes. know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you only need so much. Right. So at some point it then becomes what was a hobby for me at the time. It was an outlet. It was a hobby started turning more into a business. And I started seeing that shift and the opportunities for earning income through, you know, being an influencer. So that's what really, you know, I still say yes sometimes to things that are unpaid. Mm -hmm. It really depends on the opportunity. Right. Um, What it is. And it makes sense for your brand and lifestyle. And I feel like you and all these girls in this series are very true to who you are. Mm -hmm. Like you're only posting about stuff that you love or that you're interested in trying. Yes. And if you're not, then you just don't do it. Right. Is that how you operate? Yes. Because I think everything fits your brand. Well, thank you. Yes. (laughs) I mean, exactly. Because you have to stay true to yourself. So, I mean, one tip I always give people when they're first starting out is you need to find your voice. You need to figure out what makes you unique because there's a lot of us. So explain to me what your voice is. Like, how would you define, like, what does that mean exactly? Well, for me, um, my voice is I'm a mom of two. I've been a working mom of two for yeah. a long time. So I've managed. you got a badass job in banking, right? What is your <laughs> official title? Um, well, <laughs> I'm an H- in HR. So I'm a vice president in HR for a bank. A vice president in HR for a bank on top of being this badass fashion so blogger. I mean, those are two full-time jobs. It's, it's been, it's been, yes, 100% has been full-time. So, I mean, usually, you know, the bank hours are what the bank hours are. And then the blogging hours are those two. And then you have being a mom and a a wife on top of it. Yeah. So you are like bursting at the seams. 
Yes. Yeah. And losing lots of sleep while doing it. <laughs> but looking fabulous in the meantime. Trying, trying. You know, that's what I need all the eye creams I can get. But, well, but yeah. we need to use your eye creams because they're working. You <laughs> well, look like you, you have no backs. <laughs> thank you. I, I appreciate that. Gosh, build me up a little bit. I'm feeling you good about do. myself over I here. I watched your Instagram the other day and I've been wondering how to curl my hair and I always love yours. And I'm oh. so happy because I happened to catch an Instagram story where you're teaching actually how to doing curl it. your hair. Yeah. And you're like, I curl all mine away from yes. the face. And I was like, that's yes. key. Yes. That's what I. <laughs> I wanted to because some people are like you need to alternate every other curl no. and I'm like I, I was like okay great done. this is how Brooke does it I'm done this is it I feel like when you curl the pieces forward it like it comes you know it hits me on the face and I'm like I need it away from and the your face curls a little bit are always just magnificent thank you oh my god thank yeah. you you're just so sweet yeah. I appreciate that because like you have built up trust like yeah. I trust your opinion on yes. things so knowing that you said that I'm like awesome okay done don't have to mm-hmm. worry about that anymore I'm just gonna curl it all the way from the face. Well, and that's what people are looking for. I mean, those that choose to follow an influencer, they're looking for us to tell them, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to do that. And, you know, case and closed. That's it. that's it. Nobody wants to spend, people want the bloggers and yeah. the influencers that they follow to have done the work. Yes. Right? Yeah. We do the legwork. We tell you what's good. <laughs> you reap the benefit. There's yeah. there's a win-win for everyone. It's totally yeah. a win-win. Yeah. So everyone looks to us for that. And, you know, they want to know what's trending or what's really popular or what the best curling iron is or, you know, what's hot for spring this year. So those are the things that we as influencers do. We do the research. We provide the the information. And everyone gets to, you know, take that information and do whatever they will with it, which is good. It's awesome. Yeah. So how do you juggle it all? How do you, like, what does a normal day look like for you? Like on your busiest <laughs> day when you're doing all of it at once. When I'm doing all of it. Well, let's just put it this way. So I have a husband who travels too. Okay. So he's not always here, but when he's here, he's beyond helpful. So when he's traveling, usually, my, especially during the school year, I'm very busy in the morning with the kiddos. So it's the whole morning routine. I don't need to get into the nitty gritty <laughs> of that. That would be boring. But it's, you know, everything from just trying to get them out of bed, you know, just trying to get them out of bed to get to school on time. That's like my main focus in the morning and get them fed before I get them to school. Right. Um, so we start there. If, if I succeed at that, I know it's going to be a good day. You're winning already. <laughs> I'm winning already. <laughs> um, I come home and I'm lucky with the company that I work for. I've worked from home for nine of the almost 11 years uh, that I've worked for them, which is a blessing. A it is. So it's such a can, blessing. You have your own, like you can kind of work it around your life. Yes. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's flexible to an extent. Yes. It's still corporate America. Yes. It's still a very busy job and a very busy role, but flexible that, you know, if I need to pick up the kids early or I have a sick child, mm-hmm. there've been times where I've been able to flex my schedule around that. But my day when I'm working for the bank is very busy. You know, I'm on the phone a lot, um, conference calls, any type of HR function that you can imagine I'm doing throughout yes. the day. Um, and then I wrap my day and pick up the kiddos from school. And depending on what going on that evening they're both very highly involved in activities so then you gotta transport them around yes so I'm a chauffeur you know (laughs) turn in from an employee to now I'm a chauffeur and I I travel around with them take them to their activities get them fed somewhere along the way you know I try and make dinners at home as much as I can but I get them fed which is a good thing as long as they're eating that's great as long as they're eating get their (laughs) yes they're not starving they're good (laughs) um and then come home you know the nighttime routine there's lots of things that go in to that. And then after the kids go to bed, it's focus on KB styled. So So you are working all, what time are you waking up? Um, usually not as early as people would think. I mean, seven o'clock. Okay. So you're waking up at seven and then by the time you get to the KB styled part of the Mm -hmm. day, what time is that? Usually I'll sit down and start focusing on that around nine (gasps) o'clock and then I'll stay. I mean, I've pulled mornings. This morning I was up until probably 130, 145. Just getting your blogs together and getting all your... Getting that together, um, creating content for today, you know, things like that. Because you did a shoot today. I had a shoot today. When you do Mm -hmm. a shoot, do you take multiple pictures that you'll spread out throughout like weeks? How long do you make a shoot last? Well, I shoot every week. Yes. So I shoot every week. Um, and that's no matter what, and you figure mm -hmm. it out before you get there. Like standing, you have like a standing time with your photographer. We just know we shoot weekly. It depends on the weather clearly or the day or what's going on, but we do shoot weekly and depending on the campaigns that I might be working on or the season, I mean, Easter's coming up. So today it was a lot about Easter content. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I have a couple of projects that I'm working on that I had to shoot content for. So really what I'm shooting and how, how long that will last just depends on what I'm working on. Um, because I stay busy with, with campaigns and things like that too. So and I want to talk about that. How, how you get involved with campaigns? Well, I mean, that's brands reaching out directly. And a lot of times it's through their PR firms that their firms reach out and say, we're working on this campaign with XYZ brand. You know, you were on our radar for that. Do they reach out through your Instagram email? Usually direct email. So, okay. So y'all yeah. have like a relationship already? Sometimes, or sometimes it's a brand that maybe I've never worked with. So, I mean, for example, today, <clears throat> one of the brands that I have a really long standing relationship with, I have a campaign coming up with them That's and awesome. it's a travel post. So, you know, um, give me tips on what I should do to plan for a trip or how to pack for a trip. So with your so, campaign, do you do like an Instagram post and then a blog to follow it? Is it yeah. like a, a double? So there's options. Usually they're, you know, usually that is what it is. Usually it's a full blog post with full content. So there's a write up, there's five to seven images, um, a Alongside of that, most brands usually want the social posts too. So the social amplifications where you're pushing on Instagram, you're pushing on your Facebook page, your Twitter, Pinterest, pinning on Pinterest. So mm -hmm. um, there's, you know, when we talk about my rates and how I package things, there's options. So a brand will have the choice, but a lot of times they come direct to us and saying, here's you know, what we have to offer. Yeah. And here's, here's what we're asking of you. And here's the rate that we are offering for those particular ask. And most times they do want the full blog post plus the social mm -hmm. amplifications yes. because that just covers all, all the bases. The yeah. Right. So your full package. And this is the new way of advertisement. That it is, is the thing. Like yeah. influencers mm -hmm. and like fashion stylists are, it's the new way. Yeah. I mean, who's going to look at a magazine? We can just scroll through Instagram and look at your favorite bloggers, your favorite style, like stylish people. And they are telling you what to do. Like, I'm going to go with that over some random magazine ad. Right. Well, and it's more relatable. So, yes, you, you know, trust, you build trust with these influencers. Yes. Like you said, like, so when you post something, mm -hmm. it's like, you have approved this, this is what you like, and you're going to break it down and tell the truth about it. Yes. And so then it's like, that's the best way to find out. Well, it's the best way to find out. And we've, you know, we've tested it. We've worn it. I mean, instead of seeing a very editorial advertisement, mm -hmm. you're seeing it on a real person. Yep. Someone who may not be model status. Which is life. So that's which is life. way better. <laughs> it's way more normal, right? Yeah, so normal people can yes. actually relate. Yes. I mean, you know, the normal mom can see me wearing something and see herself in yes. that. Or see herself experiencing something that I've done with my children or that we've done together as a family. Like so, livable outfits. A hundred percent. Still looking fly. That's right. Not letting yourself go as a mom. Yeah. Still being functional. I mean, you know, like, but still you looking look good. Absolutely fantastic. You're so sweet. I mean, Thank so you. amazing and stylish, but also it's just like, uh, like you're saying, a mom could see this and be like, I could wear this. Yeah. It's not out of my reach. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I, you know, moms, unfortunately, a lot of moms have you know, that mentality that they have kiddos and they have to sacrifice for their children, which is simply not the case. Because look at you, you're sacrificing all day, but you're still taking care of yourself, <laughs> but you're wearing yourself out, but you're making yes. it a priority still. Yes. Always which has to be priority. I really appreciate Thank that. You. Because I'm the same way. I don't have children and mm -hmm. I can only... Not yet. Imagine, not yet. But mm -hmm. when I do have kids, I'm not going to want to just drop all my stuff that I'm right. doing. Because it's so great and it's so fun and that's your outlet and it's your income, but mm -hmm. it's also a huge part of who you are. Yes. So I love that you carve out time for Thank that. Thank you. Well, it's so important. I mean, in my opinion, you're a better mom or a better parent if you have something that you're passionate about and that fuels happiness for you in a different way. Obviously, my children give me so much happiness and joy, but... There's so much more to me than just being a mom. Totally. So balancing that and, you know, navigating that in life is so important because I really feel so much more fulfilled as a person and I feel like I'm a better mom to them when I'm happy. You know, I mean, yes. that just kind of goes without being said. But you have to take the time to figure that out. Yes. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. Uh, so it's you're a lot to figure out. all day and you still make time for events. You still make time for your friends. You still yeah. make time for so much stuff. I can always be a better person though. I mean, there's always, I always am like, there's more, I need to be doing more or I need to connect. I need to do this. I need to, so I'm always feeling as much as I do, I always feel like I can do more. And that's just me. I mean, that's just my personal, you know, I don't know. I feel like I can always be better. So I'll always feel like that though. 
What do you wish you would have known when you were first getting started in the blogging world that you know now? That like you wish someone would have told you that would have been like, okay, if you just don't do this, but you do this, it's mm. going to help you out in the long run. Don't waste your time on this, even though you might think you should really put your energy on that, you know, like little tips that you wish you would have known. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is just to, to stay true to yourself and like, Stay focused and don't let the setbacks set you back. Like what would a setback be, for instance? Well, I mean, you weren't selected for this campaign. Right. Or you were denied for this. Or mm -hmm. you weren't included in this. Or you didn't get invited to this. I mean, there's, you know, there's all of those little things that come along with it that could make you feel like you know, your steps behind everyone mm -hmm. else. So it's, it's all so about easy. perception. Yeah. And with this, it's all perception because it's yes. all on social media and it's yeah. all, who knows what the truth is anyway. That's right. Any of it. It's all the highlight reel. Everybody has a highlight reel. <laughs> yes. So what's behind that? You yes. know what I mean? I love that um, though. Don't get discouraged. Yeah. Don't get discouraged. Don't let the setbacks really um, limit you from moving forward with your passions and your desires because it can, it can get in your head and it can mm -hmm. mentally drain you. And then you're second guessing and you're wondering if this is right. Should I be, should I not be Yes. comparison? Why uh, am I, you know, why am I not being invited when she is or, you know, things like it's that. It's easy so, to compare, especially it's so in easy. this blogger world. Although yeah. I do feel like this group that I've happened to meet out yes. all of them are so kind to each other. Yes. Uh, we've got a nice little group, um, and of friends, supportive friends. That's not always the case. Like, I don't know no. any other blogger worlds. Yeah. So I had a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't let you have anything other than great experience. I can promise you. Oh, I like hit the gold mine. Oh, uh, no, you did. Well, we did too with you. I mean, we truly hit the gold mine with you. But it's true. I mean, I hear it through friends that I know the outside of Nashville that are in this industry. Um, you know, it's it's true. I mean, there's a lot of unfortunate... It's women, you know? I mean, women can either lift each other up and be supportive, or they can tear each other down. It can go one or the other way. That's right, and usually it does. So I choose to lift other people up and be supportive, and, you know, karma, right? I mean, you back. do It comes back. You do that, and you... Um, live your life that way and it's going to come back tenfold. So you don't do that and you treat people poorly and you... You get that back too. That's right. That's right. So I, I choose that. the positive. <laughs> and it all comes back because you're yes. flourishing. So, Thank okay, you. you said don't get discouraged yep. if you feel left out, but what's a tip to do that you would say definitely do this? Be yourself. Put yourself out there. How, I mean... How do you suggest people putting themselves out there? What if someone's like, reaching I don't even out. know where to start? <clears throat> reaching out. I mean, like, I connect... Out to? And how do you find these... Add people to talk to. Well, I mean, you on, for example, Instagram, you can easily search our hashtag Nashville influencer or Nashville blogger. Mm -hmm. And so many different posts will come up. So you can just direct, you know, direct message any of those yeah. people. You can reach out and say, Hey, I'd love to grab coffee. I'd love to pick your brain. You can email them. I mean, there's so many people that I've met that have reached out to me over the years yeah. just through, through that avenue. Media. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, putting yourself out there is key. Otherwise, it's no. It's you're going to no be left behind. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's a no, or you're going to be left behind wondering what could I have done. And I say put yourself out there. Go to events. You yes. might not know one single person, but, if you but you're going to meet person, people. Then that's great. Yeah. And then that person might include you in something that they're doing or something that they're hosting. And next thing you know, your little network is really expanding. Um, totally. Collaborating. Like, collaborating. Like that, that has been, I didn't know about collaborating mm -hmm. at all until, because I was in like the music world and yeah. we didn't really collab yeah. so much. But now I've kind of switched over to, to this other side. Mm -hmm. It's like collaborations are amazing because yeah. you end up sharing fan bases. You share, mm -hmm. or not fan bases, like yeah. audiences, whatever you do, yeah. things are called. Yeah. So like people, it's exposure. It's exposure for both. For everybody. It's well, and it shows that you support one another. So yeah, it's just a total win-win, really. It's a it's a win-win. So I mean, 100%. You know, don't let the setbacks put you back and then put yourself out there. I mean, really just go for it. Don't be afraid um, to do that because otherwise you're going to be left wondering all the what ifs. What if I had done this differently? You know, totally. and you don't want to be left doing that. So what do you like to blog about? Um, well, it used to all be style. I mean, for me, that's where it started. That was the main passion for me. And now I'm really evolving because so much to you. To be honest, yes. There's so much. There's the layers. It's like the onion, right? You peel it back and there's layer after layer after layer. But I think I was realizing too, for the last several years, like I'm blogging about fashion. There's only so much you can say about an outfit. Right. And I like to write and I like to share and I like to get personal. And 
you can't really get personal about an outfit. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's only so much you could say. Right. So there came a point last year where I was like, you know what? I'm feeling um, unfulfilled. More. I needed more. There was more of me. Uh, when I wrote posts that actually had meaning, I felt alive and I felt rejuvenated. And so I just made the de- determination, like, I'm going to create more meaningful um, more relatable, you know, share more parts of me, welcome people into my home, share my home. I love that. Yeah. Like how you style your life, really. Yes. And it can be much more than just clothes. A hundred percent. How you live your life. How you live your life, you know, yes. So, I mean, there's so much more of that to come and I'm really just getting started. I feel like it's so exciting. Yeah. It's so exciting. I'm, I'm honestly feeling like the future for me, because I'm shifting a little bit, is a little bit unknown, but because of that, so exciting. Like, you know, the collabs may change because I'm doing different content. There's always going to be that style component, though. Like, mm-hmm. I never want to forego that. You know, I can style a entertain, you know, show someone how to entertain at home, but here's what you wear when you're doing it. So there will always be the outfit to talk about, right? Always, but now there's just more. It's beyond the outfit. Yes, it's beyond the outfit and I'm feeling fulfilled. You're actually taking the outfit into situations. Yes. And then you're describing the situation. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well put. I love that. So the outfit's still the centerpiece, but now it's just different locations, different vibes. Yeah. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, lifestyle is what I would say with a very heavy style component. So it will become much more of a lifestyle brand. I want it to be a place where people come and say, okay, I can find out, you know, in Nashville where I should go if I come for a weekend. I can find out from Brooke, you know, if I'm planning an Easter brunch, how I should, what I should plan for or what to, to do for that. So just different, you know, or she really was feeling something moved her and she really needed to share that with us. Like I'm feeling inspired and, and it motivated. it doesn't have to be anything about style. It could just be no. something from your heart. And it was, and that's how I started 2018. I wrote a post really from the heart. It was very simple about, you know, the comparison and how that kind of took a, a grip on me last year, how I overcame that, how did you but it needed to be that? spoken. You know, I just started realizing like there's one me, there's no one else in this world, who is me? So, you know, it's your superpower. It's my superpower. Yes. A hundred percent. So I just was like, you know, focus on that and always remind yourself that everyone is their own self. There's everyone is individual. I can't compare myself to you because I don't know the true story. I don't know the backstory. We don't know beyond the highlight reel. That's right. We (laughs) see friends, but we don't know really like what is going on. Everyone has struggles, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what they put up on social media. And they're all different. That's the thing. I used to think everyone had the same struggles as me or no struggles at all. Really, actually, I used to think no one had struggles. I just was the only one. You're like, I'm uh, all by myself. (laughs) And now I'm realizing not only are my struggles just for myself, that no one else would even think these things about me, but then they have their own that I would never even imagine to think about them. Like, most of the time, it's not even what someone would think the struggles are. I know. people are hung up on. No. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> when someone tell when someone tells you their story, you're like, "Whoa!" Like you that, know, I would never guess that. I would have never, and that's because a lot of people choose to withhold. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's not things are personal to a certain extent, and most people aren't going to put it out there for the world to see and digest and pick apart, and and you know. But so, I, I think it's great that you're willing to is. talk about that. At the least, tough subject to talk about that because. Talking about it and saying, wait, we all do have struggles Mm -hmm. actually is so freeing for people who are living trapped in their own mind. Oh my gosh. Well, not only was it freeing for me, but Mm -hmm. I got so many messages from people saying, I've been feeling, yes, thank you. I've been (laughs) feeling the exact same way. You know, I'm so glad you wrote this post because it, it really hit home for me. And I, I was reading every word saying she's basically writing about me, my life. She's writing about me right now. And that just, you know, made me feel like, okay, like for the longest time I felt like I felt alone, you know, because I wasn't willing to talk about it and Mm -hmm. I wasn't quite ready. And then once I was willing to talk about it, everyone was like, Hey, you know, like me too, me too. And I'm like, there we go. It is the whole comparison thing. I had to do a lot of therapy with myself in my 20s. Yeah. And then I feel like my podcast interviewing people has healed me so much mm-hmm. because I talk to people who I look up to and admire. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about their stories and I real- I've realized everyone has 
shit. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> yes. And it just makes you feel like, okay, I need to stop trying to put up this front because we're all just trying to do the best we can. <laughs> we're trying to do the best that we can. And, and we're trying. we can. Yes. And like, be learn, as happy as we can. Be as happy and as we can. You know, a hundred percent. You have to, I mean, that's a huge part of just anyone's everyday life. You I just, love that you posted about that. Yes. You need to, if you didn't read it, I'm you need to go back it. and read it. I, that takes so much bravery though, yeah. to put that out there. Did you feel a freedom when you did it? A hundred percent. I mean, I felt like, you know, as I was writing it there, I probably held back a little bit because it was just, I really wanted to just like go blah and it all be on paper and tell everyone, you know, exactly how I was feeling and how miserable I was feeling at times and how down I was feeling. And I mean, this was just not for comparison, just from comparison. Yeah. And feeling left behind and you know, I mean, there were a lot of things going on at the time. And I, but then I stood back and I'm like looking at myself from the outside and I'm like, what is the root cause of this? You know, where is that, that root coming from? So I had to think about that. What, what did you find the root? Yeah. I mean, I think I just allow myself to get caught up in the nonsense and caught up Easy in, that. yep. And, you know, I wasn't super focused on my faith at the time. I wasn't praying as much as I normally do. I wasn't turning, you know, to my faith at the time, um, as much so that I know had something to do with it. And really, I mean, I just was allowing myself to be an unhappy, like, woe is me person. And that is not like me because I've never been that way. So going through that phase of life was tough. Not to say I'll never go through that again, you know, right. but I'm glad that it was a short stint. I came out of it and I'm feeling in a much better place now. I kind of, when I first dove into this, and I am such a baby, I wouldn't <laughs> even consider myself an influencer because I don't really yes, even know are. what it is, but uh, I'm le learning, but like even with like fashion, when I first was realizing, oh, I can trade, like mm -hmm. do a post for clothes and like do some trades. And then I started kind of getting sucked into this world too. Like I felt not into like a depression, but into this really weird, mm. dark, deep wormhole of just social media stuff mm -hmm. and like like you said comparing and all this stuff and feeling like how will I ever get to this level or how does this person do that finally I was like same thing faith mm -hmm. God like guide me like you <laughs> mm -hmm. have to take this from me and just just keep me, leading me yeah give me the ideas and then open the doors for me and yeah. I will do it but otherwise you can get lost in that. You get lost. And then you, you know, I would, my self-worth was in a number. It was in how many likes I was yes. getting on a picture. It was, you know, how many new followers I got in a day, how many people visited and commented on this blog post. Oh my gosh, I got no comments on this one. You know, I mean, my self-worth started revolving around your something at my yes the response to it. Yeah. Like I needed, it was almost like I was looking to all these strangers for validation. When really you have this incredible actual real life. Yes. But it's easy to, it's easy to forget that. Not it's forget easy. that. Well, but you like, do. To get lost. Yep, to get lost. Because you're striving in this other area. I, that is such a real thing. It is a real thing. And you too, you know, at the end of the day, and I always remind myself of this, here at home with my kids and my husband, it's what really matters. I mean, Life is so short, right? It is so short. It is short. so short. We don't know, you know, when our time is. There's only one person that knows that. So to go through life being so sucked into, you know, the focus, uh, you know, a focus on external things that really you can't control. You can't. You can't control these things. And to put so much of your time and effort into that, not to, not to be feeling a return, you just have to have peace with it and you mm -hmm. have to separate yourself a little bit and say, you know what? I'm doing the best I can here. The best I can. The very best I can. And you're giving yep. it as much of you that you're willing it to give yes. without sacrificing everything from else. your family. And yep. that's why, like, if you're a single, Ashley Houston said this. She's like, I'm making all this work, and I have two kids and a husband, so there is no excuse for a single blogger out there who has no commitment to not be killing it right yeah, now. Because yeah, yeah. you're doing all these other things. Yep. And But you can't sacrifice the rest of your life nope. for this. So tell me how you found that balance and how your faith plays a part of that because I love talking about faith. I think faith would make every, if we all had faith, had faith the world would be a much better be place. A much better place. I couldn't agree more. Um, so just tell me about your faith and balance. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, I turn to God for a lot of things and I pray about a lot of things. Um, have you felt God work miracles in your life? I have. Or, like, have you, I mean, miracles, that? a strong word. It's a, a strong word for have, me. Have you seen God make action happen? A hundred percent. I Give mean, me an example of that. Cause I love here's, stories. here's what I will tell you. So I have felt, and this is not, this is certainly not patting myself on the back or building myself up or making me seem like, 
you know, I'm better than anyone, but I've had, and I, this, it's pains me to say this because it's almost like you are, you know, I don't know. I've had a blessed life. Yes. I will say that I've had a very blessed like, life. Blessed life. It almost sounds gross, but, but it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Mean. It's true. I haven't had it. a yeah. lot of really tough things happen to me in life. I haven't had a lot of really major setbacks in life. Mm-hmm. You know, everything with my husband panned out perfectly the way it was supposed to, you know, our children, our home. I mean, these aren't uh, home can be materialistic, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Like the timing of my life and my life as a it's wife a very and a wonderful flow, it has had a wonderful flow. There haven't been very many interruptions. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> for me to ever not be super appreciative and grateful for that is tough mm-hmm. because so many people have it you know, way worse. And, um, so I really try and focus on that. Like that's God, also you just being thankful because a lot it's of people being have a yeah. life that could be blessed, but they choose not to see their blessings. Yes. Too. Yes. So. And that's part of it. You've mm-hmm. got to see your blessings. Oftentimes we overlook them. Yes. Right. Right. God saying, this is, this is your season of life. I'm here standing right beside you. Look at the blessings in front of you, but you're like, where are they? You know, <laughs> Actually, it feels like a hard season. Yeah. It feels like a hard season. And he's like, no, no, it's right here in front of you. Yes. You know? So I mean, there have been moments like that throughout my life, you know, and I think about our daughter who, um, you know, had surgery at one point and, you know, what that was telling us and us as a family and where our focus Heart was. Surgery. Heart surgery. Yeah. Um, but that's she, a lot to go through as a parent. Yeah. I mean, that, that's been one of the most difficult yeah. things that I personally, and, and that Peter and I have gone through together, but she's great. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've definitely had those moments throughout our marriage and we've, I've had them personally prior to being married and being a mom, but just staying focused on, you know, what you're grateful for and being well, you know, grounded in your faith and also being well grounded and, in, in everything, every aspect of life <laughs> has kept me focused and kept me moving forward. Um, how do you apply that to blogging now? Just adding your faith into that. So like after you wrote that yeah. blog about comparison, how did you, how did you change the way you were thinking that put mm-hmm. you, put, put, put you in that place to changing it to the freedom place that you're in? honestly through prayer, (laughs) (laughs) just go to God and say, I turn this over to you, take this, you know, and I still have moments where I'm comparing, I still have it. I mean, that's silly for anyone to think that you can never not, right? There's always going to be those moments. We have eyes. We're going to see it out there. I'm like, dang, it looks good. Why can't I be like that? (laughs) Yes. Or, you know, whatever it is, or, um, I still have those moments, but I will just, you know, like I said, when I was through that, that kind of low in my life, I wasn't really turning to God very much. I was just kind of going through the motion of everything and a little bit bitter about mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. And so and kind of hanging on to stuff because you find a thing. Yeah. A little grudge, to. little grudges. I find out whenever I'm in my spots and I'm like, how do I get to this place where I'm just pissed off at everyone? It's yeah. because I've just decided to let myself Internalize hang, hang on to, to some things and yeah. like, to let myself be like left out. Yes. And, but then I'm like, like you said, like, no, snap <laughs> out of it. Get back in touch. Yes. <laughs> and that's been a big part of it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I just, you know, if, if I'm feeling down about something, I'll either just put things away. Well, I will put things away. And then I usually just pray about it and I'll say, you know what, <laughs> you know, you've blessed me with so much and here I am. I'm focused on something so silly, mm-hmm. something so trivial, something that really in the grand scheme of things don't matter. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when you sit down and you think about what's going on in our world and you really do stop to think about that on a daily basis, that keeps you centered. Totally. It keeps me centered. So I'm trying to be very aware and more conscious and make that conscious effort to the big, the the big big picture. picture. Yeah. And just understand that, you know, I have two young children who need me as a mom. You know, if I'm caught up in being bitter about things that don't you know, aren't directly related to them, but I'm taking it out on them. That's Mm -hmm. not fair to them. Mm -hmm. Or I'm, you know, taking it out on my husband or upset about something. It's not fair to him. Right. You know, really, then you check yourself too. Does this even matter? Should I even be worried about it? No. And and when you ask yourself that, no, it doesn't always a no. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't really matter. So, um, but that's very wise and aware of you because a lot of humans don't think about that. Don't step outside themselves ever to look and see like, what could I change about myself mm-hmm. to make this situation better? Because mm-hmm. I have realized it is always the way I think about things. As soon yeah. as I change my thinking, I can change my environment. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's not like 
well, this is happening. I used to think, and I still get caught up this, like we were saying, when things go bad for me, it's because I'm thinking things are happening to me, but really I'm like, no, I have power to make this whatever I want it to be in my mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. When you can control your response to those situations. Mm -hmm. So either you're going to be the bigger person and you're going to really power through it and you're going to come out on the other side or you're going to let it tackle you yep. and you're going to waller in it and you're going to woe is me and you're going to be down and out. I mean, we all have that choice when faced with tough things and we're going to have tough circumstances arise throughout our lives. Yep. So what are you going to do, do with it? it? Yeah. And it's easier said than done, right? But I mean, it's so awesome that you're sharing your yeah. real struggle with people because yeah. Someone would look at you and be like, she has the perfect life. Like, uh, from, from, but, but then to get to go deeper and realize, okay, she has a perfect life, but also it's perfectly imperfect. And here's her struggles. Right. And here's her stuff. It just makes people feel like, okay, I, I don't have to go jump off a bridge today. Well, no. And, you know, things like, I, I keep touching your leg. I'm like, I yeah. love it. I love I'm it. like, no. I'm like, this, this, this. You know, things like, you know, anytime I post something on Instagram through stories and I talk about Addison or the challenges with the kids or, oh, you know, I'm frustrated about this. People are like, thank you for being so real because so many people don't talk about those mm -hmm. things or something so silly like showing my bathroom floors, which I just don't like. And I'm like, I would much rather be able to get on Insta stories and share this picture perfect, white, bright, clean looking bathroom and my bathroom's not that, you know. So, so you're for, showing the real you. I'm showing the real me. And people, I mean, something so silly is that people are like, oh, my God, thank you. You're so real. You know, things like that that you don't think other people are looking for from you, but they totally are. Because they want to see that you're relatable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they want to see me without the makeup. They want to see me when I'm just at home. I love half the time you have on face masks when you're doing some <laughs> of your Insta stories. Like, you're like, this is, this is what's happening right now. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, face mask once a week. Once a week, I swear by it. So, um. I love that, Brooke. And I think, that's not, I think that's so helpful because it mm -hmm. makes you not only someone that they love their style, love their lifestyle, mm -hmm. can relate to and, like, look for inspiration. Mm. then also look for inspiration on just like okay we're all just trying the best we can yeah. here's my struggles I'm sharing them with you feel free to be human and let's just all try to do this together yes. <laughs> you know yes like at the end of the day when you lay your head on your pillow do you feel good about yourself today yeah do you feel good about what you accomplished I mean yes you know and there's so many like we were talking about earlier so many people who are struggling and just you know, social media. I mean, when we talk about teenagers, how social media is just impacting teenagers. Well, it impacts everyone. Anyone who's out there on it, experiencing it, mm -hmm. being a part of it. We all take that and think about our own lives and compare our own lives. And you just can't. You just, you know, try your hardest at least not that's to. That's it. Yeah, that's all you can do. I know. Okay, I will talk to you forever. So, but oh. I might have to wrap up because we're going to end up going to talk for almost 45 minutes. <laughs> we could go on, I'm I sure. I could go forever. on forever. Me but too. So, Y'all probably have other things to do out there in the cyber <laughs> world. I don't know what else would be better than this. But be here with you. I don't either. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, so what's a piece of advice? Like, I like to end all my interviews with Leave Your Light. What is some inspiration? Actually, I want to ask you a few questions like this because I feel like you have a great answer. Okay. What does love mean to you? Oh, my love gosh. Love is... Love is unconditional for me. I mean, love is something that, um, you know, stands the test of time. I mean, that sounds so cliche, but it's so true. Like someone, some love is something that will never falter for me. That just is rock solid, has roots dug deep in the ground, you know, that you can't, it won't, will never waver. It's unconditional. I love that. What is darkness? Mm, gosh, that is such a, <laughs> I know, right? that is such a good question. Um, you know, darkness is to me is a lack of faith. I mean, darkness to me is lacking that spiritual awareness, lacking spiritual well-being, mm -hmm. lacking the love for yourself, the love for, for me, the love for God. Mm -hmm. Um, so to me, darkness is just the lack of that spiritual well-being and, and overall faith. Totally. And like you said, the lack of love, true. The Truly. lack of love, yeah. the lack of love. I mean, we all need so much more of that. And that's, you can see that in our world right now. There's so much of that missing faith and love, right? Two Why, things that are missing. It, uh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Why do you think, why do you think people are unhappy in the world? Like, why do you think people, cause I feel like everyone has good in them starts mm -hmm. off good. And then something happens along the way. Why do you think people hit that spot where they get bitter and they don't 
want to be helpful or they like they're angry like what what happens to someone to make them get there do you think well I mean everyone's situation is different but I think hardships play Mm -hmm. a part in that I think um you know maybe unfortunate circumstances or if you don't have for me being a parent I think have overall like okay so I have two children right that I'm Mm -hmm. raising my husband and I are raising um, the love in the home is so important and how you choose to parent and, and love your children and raise them and instill faith in them is so important. So it starts there for mm-hmm. me. So if we're talking about the, the root of two human beings mm-hmm. that are being raised by two, you know, unconditionally loving parents who have a love for one another, who will always show that to our children, who have a faith in God, who mm-hmm. have that relationship with God. And we demonstrate that to our children that's the root and the foundation. Mm-hmm. So if you're loving them through their difficulties, through their setbacks, you're teaching them along the way, you're instilling that faith along the way, um, it helps set them up to overcome that. A lot of times I think that, that people probably don't have that foundation. So start protecting themselves. Yeah. So it's like a shell, mm-hmm. you know, the tough things happen. They build a shell, you know, um, and start becoming to your point, bitter, mm-hmm. unhappy, um, looking for some sort of self love from uh, other things or yep. substances or, you know, external components. And really it's, it's, and it just it compounds starts, over years and years yeah. and years. Yeah. And I it think starts so. at the home. I it totally starts at agree home. with you. Yep. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Okay. And what does the world need now? Well, I mean, we're talking about love. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a huge part of it. I think I think we need to talk about God more. I think we need to stop being... Totally need to talk about our faith and not yep. like it's some gross thing. I know. I feel like it's getting better. Actually, that's a benefit of social media is I a lot so. of people express their faith through social media, yeah. like cool people. Yeah. And I feel like that is a positive thing. Oh, it's it. 100% a positive thing. We, we need, need more people doing that. that. Yes. And incorporate it into life. Instead yes. Instead of like God on a shelf. Yep. So 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just your normal everyday well-being. It's Mm -hmm. your normal, you know, your persona. It's my persona. You know, it's interesting because some people I see on their Instagram or or wherever I'm looking, you know, Christ follower. And I don't feel like I need to profess that to anyone because I I just live it. Right. Yeah. So I don't need to have a title beside my name that says Christ follower. Right. You know, (laughs) God is my savior. Jesus is my, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I, that's, I just live that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a hundred percent, we need to feel more comfortable talking about our faith, you know, and we're, people are going to have different faiths and that's fine. Right. We need to be open-minded. Yes. We need to be, um, we need to be appreciative of Absolutely. other faiths and other belief, you know, belief systems and other opinions. And we need to be respectful. So like we teach our kids respect, but then like when adults try to have conversations and they disagree, people just fight and yell at each other. Like politicians are the worst. Like uh, why? Adults can't communicate like we tell our children to. I know. What I think parents are, not all parents, but I think parents can do a better job, us included, of continually teaching that respect. Mm -hmm. I mean, we live in such a fast-paced society now, and there are so many external distractions and so many things that can get a child's attention and pull it away Mm -hmm. and, you know, create them to, or create that mentality that they are entitled, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we all can do a better job at teaching respect, love for, you know, your neighbor, Mm -hmm. um, you know, talk about faith more, um, you know, on, in the car line, dropping my kid out, I pray out loud for them every morning, you know? I mean, it's, you know, they need to, feel that from me. They need to understand that's part of who I am. They need to feel that from their father. So, I mean, I think the world needs a a lot of things, but Mm -hmm. if it comes down to it, you know, respect, faith, love, um, you know, and just appreciation for human beings, appreciation for one another and love for one another is so important. I totally love that. Okay. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Be true to myself. I mean, stay true to yourself. You know, that's my mom has always told me that my dad too. just really be who you are and don't try and be someone that you're not. So, um, I've always try and live by that. I don't try and, you know, I don't consider myself a fake person. I don't consider myself ever trying to create something that's not, or, you know, I don't necessarily consider myself a super outgoing person. I'm very personable, but you know, sometimes you are made to feel like you need to be like the life of the party. 
But you just gotta be you. you just gotta be you. You just have to be you. And you know, be you truly. <laughs> yes, to the to the root, from the the top to the bottom, everything about you, down to the core. You've got to be who you are, and don't be ashamed of who you are. Because it's right? who you are. It's how it's you, you are. Made. Yeah, and there's so many. Everybody's so different. So you need to be we proud of who you are, and we need variety. Yep. So don't and be ashamed. The same, how boring would life be? It'd be so boring. But like you said, too, figure out what makes you great yes. and then be that. Yeah. Just let that be, who you, like, focus on what's great about you, yep. not what's what, what you're lacking. Yep. And always work to be a better version of you. Always. I mean. Because we, we never get it. We're never done. Our no. work here is never done improving. <laughs> no. No. I mean, we all can be better people. Yes. Right? So be you, stay true to yourself, but always be a better you. Always Try and strive to be a better you all the time. I love that. Yeah. And lastly, leave your light. This whole thing's been inspirational, but just leave some inspiration. Maybe what you'd want to tell young bloggers, what you want to tell any, anyone, just like what it's, what you have learned over your life that you want to share with people. I mean, you've kind of said it this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Except <laughs> that perfection is not something that's achievable. I think for a lot of my life, I've chased perfection, maybe because of, you know, the expectations of me growing up. Um, my parents did a wonderful job raising me, but you know, there was always expectations through school. Mm-hmm. I had a very high bar that was set for me. Mm-hmm. I met that, but you know, there was always the expectation of more and perfection is just not achievable. So work towards being the best person that you can be without trying to achieve perfection. Right. I love that. <laughs> well, I feel like people need to know that. Yes. Well, and need to need to really believe it. And because give yourself grace and then give everyone else grace too. <laughs> give yourself grace and give everyone else grace. I could not agree because listen, I mean, we're, you know, we're not perfect. We will never be perfect. God did not create us to be perfect. And that's exhausting. It's exhausting. You and can't how let down must you feel all the time when, Mm-mm. when perfection is what you're striving for because like you said you'll never get there no. so it's constant it's like you're chasing 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 it's right there it's right there it's right there <laughs> but you're never gonna get it I mean and that's okay because who is perfect right not a single person that I know I'm nope. sure not a single person that not you even know close. <laughs> right so why even strive to to do something or achieve something that's really not achievable so just stay true to yourself I mean I think that's my overall you know, mantra, what I expect people to be, Mm -hmm. be good to other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, really be kind and be gracious and be humble. Um, so be the best person that you can be while doing all of those other things and stop trying to be perfect. Just stop trying to be perfect. Brooke Webb, everyone. <laughs> You're amazing. Oh, did I Thank girl. you so much for all of your information, your wisdom, your heart, your soul, oh, your so beauty, welcome. your talent, everything, your time. I appreciate you're so it welcome. so much. I love you, doll. I love you so much. I love you too, girl. I know that you loved that episode so much with Brooke. How inspiring is she? She's freaking amazing. Y'all get excited. We have so much more of the Influencer Series going on. It's not ending anytime soon. So more of your favorite influencers giving you all their tips coming up next week.